Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 116. Hoping you guys are doing well. Everything here so far so good. Everything's good. Outside, it poured. Actually, we just came off of a tornado warning. I think in one of my podcasts, I spoke about how uh, how those uh, tornadoes are always threatening our town. I don't want to jinx it, man. God, thank God. Um, so far, so good. Um, we haven't gotten hit, but um, they come pretty close. So we look at the radar, and they hit in the areas. I'll tell you one thing, man. These on these like on point hits that these tornadoes do, they do a lot of damage. I mean, it gets extremely severe. Um, my house would not withstand a direct house. Very few homes do at all buildings don't even uh, withstand in mind forget it they'll be like blowing down a freaking house made of uh made of uh playing cards so it's a scary situation it's a tragedy that i pray that i never experienced not only for the damage and more so the personal losses and even more so the you know god forbid any loss of life you know um or serious uh um, injuries So it's a, it's a scary situation I'm outside right now, it stopped raining It's a cool breeze uh, Clouds look Like the sky is light And very, very uh, cloudy Like uh, I can't see Not one, one star in the sky See a little bit of redness A little bit of blueness A little bit of grey And some white So That's what my sky is looking at like Right about now um, it's it is cool out. Um, no crazy wind. Trees are not bending. Uh, apparently, it left my town. Went up towards Charlotte. I think they said it. Uh, it hit some areas in Charlotte, and now it's heading. It's continuing to go up up north. I guess that's up north um, of North Carolina. So, and they said there was like three of them back to back. They were like uh, in some sort of line, like. Uh, like a cargo train, they said. They were just like following each other. And that would be extremely, um, uh, that would be a, a nightmare because, you know, you, you one hits you, you think it's over, and then here comes the second one. And then you think that one's over, and here comes the third one. It's like, okay, you know, whatever we didn't get the first time, we're going to get either the second time or the third time. So, uh, um, the... Um, what, what you call it um, the issues with living down south I guess you know well North Carolina I'm almost down south I'm like in the middle uh, other than that pretty easy day today um, not much going the weekends itself man are pretty quiet 
Uh, I try to get some work done. I do some writing. I try to do my little TikToks in the morning, do the podcast in the evening. Uh, other than that, you know, I, I try to watch some documentaries. And uh, I try to watch things uh, kind of inspiring. That's that's just me. Just kind of keep everything going. Because sometimes with, with like the way the world is right now and with the way my business was like right before the holidays I mean we took we we took a serious serious hit right before the holidays I don't think I took a hit like that in years in many years <laughs> and uh <clears throat> and just just when the holiday and this was right before the holidays and just when the holidays were over just when they were over everything looked good everything looked bright uh my calendar started filling up and I was excited. I said, man, 2020, man, I was posting about it. I said, it's going to be a good year, man. I could feel it. Had a bunch of projects. I was finishing up. Everything just looked great. And then we got hit with this. And it was so crazy because, um, you know, it, took, it, it blindsided me. You know, a lot of people, not just, I'm talking about me because it's my experience, but I'm for sure nowhere even near the only one and definitely not the worst off you know I see what some people are going through and it's it's devastating man it's devastating not just the financial losses and you know people losing their jobs in the recession but also uh people getting sick you know which is extremely extremely uh scary I just want this shit to end already man it's just it's the, it's the illness part, not the quarantine. I could do this. I could do the quarantine. I could stay in here a couple more months. I'll probably stay here for a whole year. I'll be fine. I'd do this anyway. Um, financially, it'll be tight. It'll be tight, but um, I could probably put in a few more months. Uh, I wouldn't want to because, trust me, we're, we're, we're keeping it rich, extremely tight. You know, there's no luxury shit in our cards these next few months. You know, any penny we have is going to where it needs to go. So there's no, uh, we're not really big on restaurants and stuff. Even though we do go, a lot of times we'll go to a restaurant, like we come back from a show and uh, we just kind of want to go grab a bite. Uh, we used to pick up the kids, now we pick up the grandkids or we'll pick up just Santana if she's the one that we're picking up. And we'll go do like a Chili's or um, TGI or something like that, you know? <clears throat> And um, and uh, just go. I don't do it for the food. I think my wife bangs pots better than any of these restaurants. Um, so, so I actually do it just to kind of get a little family time, get out, different environment, and to give her a break, of course. So, uh, but I was starting to miss those days. <laughs> I really am because before the holidays, I couldn't go out. It was. It was tight, man. It was real tight. I like. I had to be very careful, you know. And you know, I'm I'm prepared for it. I'm prepared. And I see what's going on. I see what's going on with the genre. I see what's going on with business. And all I'm trying to do at this point is rethink, rethink. And you know, we're being forced. And I preach this a lot. I preach this to so many people. You know, to see how you can take whatever it is that you've invested your life in and somehow, some way repackage it. Repackage it and resell it somehow, some way. And I believe that 
there's a way regardless of the business. That's exactly what I'm doing now. And I'm looking at the agency. I will never leave my agency. Law Entertainment is a staple within the freestyle community. Um, we've done hundreds of thousands. Oh no! In fact, we've done millions of dollars in business over the years. Um, millions. And uh, uh, this is not going nowhere. But it's time to repackage it. You know, is to see. You know, and 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 that's the beauty of it being called law entertainment. You know, law entertainment will always. It will always exist. And then it will have its various departments, whether that's as an a talent agency, whether as a, whether whether it's a you know uh, a parent company of La Radio Live, which many of you should be listening to, should have at least have the app. If you don't have the app now, you're gonna have to wait to after this. Uh, because um, our tech guy, everybody's like shut down, so the apps work, but if you don't already currently have the app, you're not going to be able to upload it because we have to do an update. And we're not going to do that now because it has to be done the right way. Um, but yeah, you know, taking law entertainment, uh, law entertainment, I started in 1995. And <clears throat> it started first as a management company for the artists on my Style and Free label. And if any of you guys remember Style and Free, the alternative dance compilation, and in 1999, we had the 1999 Freestyle Finale. And those were the two um, compilations that I put out under my label, Style and Free. Each one had about 10 artists on it. So they did pretty good. They were, they were good. They were great, man. What a learning experience. I learned a, a ton of shit uh, uh, working um, that label. But anyway, so what I did is I created a lot of entertainment and I put on uh, managers and road managers to work with me uh, to help um, manage and book the artists that are on the label. Yeah, people are going to say, well, that's a conflict of interest. And yeah, it is. But we weren't big enough for it to be a real conflict. It was our way of helping the artists and helping um, the label and helping... Uh, the tracks that we put out, you know, it was our way of, of of doing that and keeping everything under the same umbrella. Because had we outsourced our management or our bookings, um, they would not have put as much time and energy um, as we would. So that was the whole purpose of that in hopes that we can take something to another level and then maybe at that point then uh, offset it. Um I think the first, so anyway, with, yeah, with, um, with the Style and Free, I think the only artist that did well from that label, that did pretty well, uh, I think was the Latin Nation, they called him Latin Nation back then, which was Alex uh, Zunega, he, he did pretty well, um, he got his name out there, but he hustled, he did his thing, so you gotta give him props on that, um, the label was, um, it was interesting. I wasn't happy about the way um, I ended it. Um, I didn't end it, actually. Um, it was like a mutiny, to be honest. Not all the artists, because there was a couple artists that were really had my back, like Tone and Damian Wilde. Um, as far as any of the art, other artists, 
Um, and the, the people from New World, they were good with me too. But everyone else pretty much jumped ship. And what they did is they joined forces with... Um, uh, they joined forces with the guy who produced the second compilation. Uh, at, I forgot the name of his company. Um, but uh, he was the producer for the second album, for the second compilation. And it was crummy. It w- I wasn't happy about anything in that in that on that second compilation. I thought I could put this guy at a, a wonderful facility, but he didn't have it, man. And time proved that because he just didn't have the chops. Beautiful, you know. You have all the tools that you want, but if you don't have the talent, man, it's not going anywhere. And uh, and you could tell that I believed this back in the days because once the product was done. It was crazy because, you know, I had to borrow money for stuff. Like, I didn't have the funds to be releasing uh, these records and, you know, pressing up CDs and making posters. And, you know, we didn't have Facebook and all these other um, social media sites. We had some uh, message boards. That's about it. But we didn't have all this other stuff. Um, So it it was... um, So it took a lot. It took a lot of sacrifice and dedication and focus. And I remember receiving all of the CDs. And I lived in a project apartment at that time. And I received something like, I don't know, 2,500 CDs, which was, you know, several cases. Um, I think it was uh, 24 in a case or something like that. And I remember having all these cases in the middle of my living room. And I remember the guys coming over and me, you know, cracking open cases and giving them, you know, stacks of CDs. I didn't want to give them a lot. I gave them enough. Uh, might even given them a case each if I, if I remember. I believe it was like a case each. And, uh, <clears throat> and, um, and uh, I remember they took theirs. And then it was weird because... All of a sudden, I see some promotions. I'm trying to remember how this went down. I don't know if I saw an album or a compilation, and it was all of the artists, or at least most of the artists, that were on the Style and Free Comp. And I noticed that they went and they got down with the guy who produced all the tracks for me. Um, And... It was like he basically went and swiped all those artists and those artists went and they ran with him and I looked at the situation and I was disappointed if anything I wasn't wasn't angry at anybody I was disappointed and not in losing the artists I was disappointed in their decision okay it showed me at that point that they really weren't that bright they really weren't that bright none of them I'm talking about the ones that left um, to uh, and jumped ship. And that's cool. Listen, I have no issues with them right now. Hey, boom. Um, I hope your career has been going well. Mine has. Mine has done very well. And they all know that. But I could have carried so many of those artists along with me. But they didn't see it. They see, at that time, I was already with Lil Susie. I've been with Lil Susie for years. And Lil Susie was already a popping artist. She was doing well. I couldn't just... I couldn't... I couldn't pimp her and just take these artists and just start putting them, you know, on her shows and stuff. I couldn't do stuff like that. That's not how it works. They had to kind of hold their own. It was important for them to stand on their own. Um, but they didn't have the patience for that because I'm telling you, it was 
like the CDs would just drop. They went, they came, they took CDs, and the day that they took those CDs that I gave them the, the copies for themselves is when they, they disappeared. They left. And then I remember getting phone calls, people sending, uh, you know, wannabe managers and their grandmothers to call me asking me for royalty money. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at these CDs that's still <laughs> sitting in my, uh, in my office. Matter of fact, I still have them here. They, they're still here. I refuse to. I, I put some out there, not to sell, just to kind of, kind of keep it. it. Was you know, it was a, it was a project that um, that was passionate about. And I'm glad to this day that I, I did it. But um, yeah, they made a bad decision, and I think they uh, um, I think they regretted it later on. They can act like they like they didn't, and they'll act like um, I did something wrong. And I remember who each and every one of them. Oh, and when I see him, I say, what's up? Hey, what's up? I ain't got no reason to be mad, <laughs> you know? They need to be mad at the, their own selves. But, um, yeah, it was um, it was crazy. But it was... Um, uh, and, and at that time, I decided... And I even had um, the cover ready for uh, Style and Free number three. And anyone who has a Style and Free poster, which I do... Uh, we'll see because I get asked all the time whatever happened to the third compilation I tell them and I tell people the truth I said well I, I don't have the artist anymore you know now I still thought about you know putting out uh, a new a new compilation and just getting some new artists just to complete fulfill that final CD and you know what you never know I might do that one day I might actually do that I don't know uh, it'll have to definitely be some dope ass tracks, and I, none of them dudes from the last compilation will be on it. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they, you know they got to realize that you know if people were unable to see what I was about back then, I mean I could still look back and I could still remember the passion and the drive that I had. And the determination to get shit done. Come on. Back then, I did the Tone video. The Tone video for Take Time for Tone, which was on the first compilation, was became a single on, um, on the Style of Free 1. And, you know, I put that out. And what was crazy is that I put the video out, and that was all film. You know, right now, we can all pick up our cell phone and create probably... A video better than the one I did with film but I did the one with film and we raised the money and we shot it and again again and I'm glad that I did it with Tony if I had to do it with anyone I'm really happy that I did it with Tony I would have liked to have done it with Damien too because he was a very loyal dude when he decided to step off I knew he was working with Chris the Greek and I remember him reaching out to me and saying and telling me the situation and he I sent him I sent him off with as, as much blessings as I could send him because he deserved it. Yeah, he was a loyal dude. He helped me out tremendously. You know, shout out to Damian Wilde. Anybody who who knows him, you know, uh, send him this podcast unless he's already listening. And I don't know, but anyway, uh, if he is, he'll probably uh, hit me up tomorrow <laughs> on the messenger or something. Uh, but other than that, you know, we um, it was a wonderful project. It was a great achievement for me it was something that so many people I was able to do it twice um, and uh, anybody who has those style and free CDs uh, they're going for like $45 online so if you don't have your copies you might want to try to get yourself a copy <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, I just wanted to share that story with you guys. It was pretty interesting. Um, if you can hear, it's pouring. It started raining out here. I'm, out, I'm on the porch, so I'm trying to stay close to the mic. Uh, but I love it out here right now. I'm just making sure there's no lightning in the air because, uh, yeah, I'm a pretty big target. <laughs> so, all right, people, listen, be cool, be safe, uh, stay home, stay safe, wash your hands, wash some kids, check up on the elderly, and until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.